You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Crisis After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Crisis After Show. <laughs> oh, Steven, good choice. Last week, we told you guys to please help us come up with songs. Every and you time did we, not. yeah, you didn't. You Every did time we introduce the show, we want to have this like special crisis song, but we never do. So um, we're gonna need you one more time. You can tweet us next week. Thank you. Let's and let us know. <laughs> hey, you guys. I'm your host Stacy Ike, and we are doing episode seven of season one of Crisis Homecoming. I'm gonna introduce my lovely co-host. What's up, girly? And I'm your her co-host Courtney Tezano. We have a crazy episode. We enjoyed this one so much, and we were just talking about how Homecoming is very misleading. Yeah, that title is super annoying because I'm thinking, of course we watch it, and we're like, oh my gosh, Homecoming, it's over. Like, season's done, and they're coming home. Yes. I mean, what else would you think? But obviously, you guys see how the table's completely turned, so that was interesting. But yeah, we definitely have a lot, a lot of really good stuff to talk about, so and we're, we're going to jump. No, this was a pumped episode. Like, if you guys watched it the way we did, it was crazy. I mean, I lost it. I didn't mean to be that loud, by the way. So. It's okay. I re- I lost it at the end because, ooh, those last 10 minutes. Okay. Anyway, we are going to start with Widener. We, we know he works for the CIA, but I'm not sure if you guys feel the way we feel about him. Mm. I mean, I personally hate him, mm. so I'm thinking you do too. I hate him too. <laughs> I hate him. I knew he was onto this in, in the mm-hmm, last episodes. Mm-hmm. He cannot be trusted, and we know now he mm-hmm. can't be trusted. They revealed that. Yeah. So... I think it was just really funny because the first time we saw Widener was, what, episode four, maybe? And he was just getting a relationship with Francis' wife, and we kind of see what their backstory is, blah, blah, blah. And once that happened, that we were, like, already on to him in the beginning. Cause just because oh, yeah. the way he, he already knew what Francis was up to, in a sense. And, you know, then later episodes we saw that he knew exactly who the kidnapper was. And I was like, this this doesn't make sense. Exactly. So after this episode, we definitely know, okay, dude is doing more than we can imagine. And, oh, we know and everyone yeah. knows that he is just like, he is doing this whole CIA, what's supposed to be a CIA mission. He's doing it completely outside of like right. what he was assigned to do. So this right. kid is just, not kid, but this man <laughs> is a mess. Like right. he is just starting all of this unnecessary drama. Um, just for everyone. He has a hit list. I mean, that's what scared me because Jonas, um, we see that he kind of mentioned what the medicine that he makes does to the soldiers that, you know, have done all these past killings or things that have been really horrid. And basically he blamed it all on Widener and said that that was Widener's personal team. And I'm like, I don't get it. What's, what do you need that for? What's the deal? What is, and we don't know what, like the core of his corruption. So I really want to find that out. But, and that's why last week I was saying it had, this is between Francis and Widener. Mm -hmm, They mm -hmm. are, I, promise you they're mm-hmm. probably friends and I don't know if you know friends this oh they probably terrible. were they probably were former friends and something happened mm-hmm. in the CIA and I think they're both out to get each other so they yeah. all 
all this crap started because of Widener and Francis. That I think that she's even crazy to think about. It's really because now kids are involved. Exactly, but, exactly. But um, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I guess it's really frustrating because we see how Widener was basically involved in this episode. He set up Francis by sending the soldiers in. I thought that was really slick. Oh, it was at first I thought it was like cool, but it then I found out it was Widener, and I was kind of sad about that. So I wasn't sad at all. No? I, I mean, I wasn't sad about Not it. Not sad. Was, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I was definitely just like what the heck yeah. like they really are doing all of this yeah. towards each other but um i think it's weird that um not even weird i was saying earlier how francis and dunn it just seems like they're everyone's working against them and now we see like the cia is working against fbia and um widener is even working against his against his own corporation mm-hmm. the cia mm-hmm. so i just i just don't even know how this whole thing is gonna play out now like, i guess crazy. i would love to find out when Agent Olsen is going to catch on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm he's not saying... He's like... Yeah, he's really oblivious. And it's not his fault, necessarily. It's not his fault. It's not because, his fault. Okay. Because Widener's pretty slick. He, yeah. like, has this whole army that we're yeah. just now starting to see this episode. Right. So... But they, even, like, um, what's uh, Agent Dunn's... Uh, Meg. Meg, Meg yeah. hasn't come... She didn't come up this episode, which is fine. But we didn't... She knows who Widener is. Maybe she doesn't know the core, like I said, the core of his corruption. But she knows that he knows stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like, why hasn't she turned him in? Like, no one's doing what they could be to making sure that Widener goes down. At least, like... Because Widener obviously can open up a new door. He can show us where Francis... He can do something to get us to the next level, as evil as he is. But what are you thinking about this whole... Like, we were so against Francis, and now it's just like... Can we completely be mad at Francis when he's actually trying to stop someone just as bad as him? Like, how are you feeling about I that? I know. That's very interesting, actually. Um, no, I still think he's terrible. I definitely know. <laughs> he's, no, no he's they're terrible. both terrible. He's definitely... It's just because he got kids involved. If it wasn't kids, I would be like, okay, like, you know, if he took his adult buddies or whatever and tried to do something, then fine. But he definitely... And he's just... He's torturing these kids. One, we still haven't found out... I don't want to call him the Asian kid, but the kid who... Oh, the... the we still... The, what is What's his name? Oh, man. I don't know his name. <laughs> oh, it's like, uh, no, I don't remember. But the psychic. The four, yeah, the psychic kid. kid. So, <laughs> psychic kid, like, we don't know what happened to him. So, things are happening. Like, bad things. Amber's being completely traumatized. Like, bad things are happening uh, to these kids at the expense of saving somebody else. So, I think the exchange is not fair. Yeah. So, Francis is still a no for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I think both of them are a no. Oh, but yeah. I think it's just more shady on Widener's end because, like, he is on mm-hmm. the inside on finding these mm-hmm. kids. And it seems like... He's, like, doing his own separate mission. Like, he's working towards, you yeah. know, finding them. But he's also holding back information which could help find them. Yeah. So I think that that's shady in itself. Francis is just wrong because he has a whole, right. you know, mastermind plan going on. Right. But at least he's, like, completely separated. He's not doing what Wider's doing. Like, this is, like, what? how do you even, what is it even called? It's, like, a backstabber. It's not even a backstabber. Right. But, like, you're just horrible. Yeah. Like, Widener, you're really a bad I mean, person. I think with Widener, though, like, he, there's... The whole sending the soldiers in, I thought, like I said, like, I shouldn't have said sad, you're right, but I thought that was cool because he ended up shutting down a lot of, like, the cameras, and he pretty much gave, like, a quick, almost an in, like, cause one of the guards for Francis, he was pretty freaked out, he was like, we need to change locations, like, we have been exposed, and we need to mm-hmm. do that, so I think Widener is to be credited for that. For exposing it, but we don't know if it was a positive or negative thing on Widener's end. Was he doing it to help for the FBI? Exactly. Was he trying to be like, hey, I'm on to you, I got you, 
or is he saying, "Hey, I'm letting the FBI a little bit into your life," or what? We don't, we don't really know. I, I honestly want to applaud Francis. Not, ooh, not Francis. Oh gosh, Whoa. take it back. Take, take that it back. Retraction. <laughs> Reel it in. We are gonna fast. I want yes. Finley, the Fs. Uh-huh. Okay, Finley <laughs> and Dunn. I want to applaud them because I think you know as much as Widener is the person that's like you know helping the FBI and everyone else find out who Francis is. Mm. They're actually like making baby steps on their own. They're figuring out like, hey, um, at the very beginning we they actually go to Francis and they're like okay so um, instead of you using the parents why don't you use us yeah and they they use that as a tactic to get closer to the kidnapper who right. they know is Francis but well they don't even know if it's Francis they find out later that it's Francis but they're getting closer on their own without the CIA's right. help so I applaud them like they're little rookies well they just haven't found it. out that Francis is the kidnapper yet remember they did Jonas remember wait what what did Jonas say didn't Jonas say in the car? Wait, someone revealed to them that it was Francis. They no. know that. Yes, they know this information. How could I miss that? I was too busy screaming about what happened. <laughs> I was literally so busy screaming about what Kyle did. We were still talk about that later. But oh man, yeah, that really hurt my feelings. How could I have missed that? They know though. This is great. Okay, I'm gonna rewatch this episode. We'll talk again next week. But anyway, okay, maybe we both should. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there was so much yes, going on in this episode. Yes, yes. But I mean, now that we're talking about what happened, how Agent Dunn and Agent Finley handled it for the kids, we might as well talk about the kids. Oh man, they. I know. It's every time we get to the kids in the house, it's like it's definitely a deep breath, head down kind of kind of moment. But I want to start with. Ian. Oh, he is a mess this episode. I want to start with Ian. We actually just talked about him and how he was in the studio a couple of weeks ago and how we missed it, but yeah. we hope to get you back one day, Mark. You were fabulous. Yeah, but anyway. we really <laughs> oh, missed you. Yeah, we were sad about that. So anyway, we um, Ian, this episode was high. Very unfortunate. Yes, yes. Very unfortunate. And I and I noticed that the theme, not the theme, the title of this episode comes from him, like, homecoming. Yeah. Super drunk, man. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that was like the kids' moment to just have fun in this yeah. hostage situation. But it's always awkward to me when they have fun. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is definitely not how, like, hostage situation. <laughs> like, there's no making out. I don't understand why they oh keep having gosh. time to do that. They make I'm like, time look, you in guys. In the corners, in the crevices. Seriously. I'm like, you guys are making time. This is a hostage situation. You need to be in the corner praying. That's what I'm mm. thinking. But okay, you know, make out in between. Do you? Oh, whatever. I don't know. I don't know about do you. I'm but. just saying. I'm just saying. It's it's very interesting. But so Ian, you know, usually I say that he's not necessarily strong enough to show a presence that we're supposed to be like fearful of or scared of or like really root for because he's just kind of like the kid next door. But I think this episode he at least tried. Yeah. I supported his vision in terms of the music and trying to bring some hype to the. To the hostage situation. Yeah, it was just a little awkward. It was awkward because he was like <laughs> dancing. It was like, what song was that? I don't even know. He was like Kesha mixed with like Katy Perry type stuff. I'm oh, like, what's man. happening right now? Who I got just this was playlist? scared. Like, what are these kidnappers are gonna like shoot this kid on accident just because they're annoyed? They're just like, I hate this song. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but um, no, I think that was interesting. Uh, it was really funny how Francis was like, let them play for 30 minutes. I was like, do you have and a then soft let spot? me get exactly, yeah, and then let me get back to my other stuff. Like, I think he was just doing that for his daughter. Like, they are missing out on a lot being in this hostage yeah, situation. Yeah, I'm like, sure. Is it homecoming season? No, like, seriously. Finals is probably way past their... They are going to come back and they're like juniors. It's like not even... Very sad. Yeah. Um. So I think that was interesting. And go ahead. And I wanted to uh, go into Beth Ann, though. Yeah. She... Oh, man, this girl. Okay, so Beth Ann... You know, I, I stopped my deep breathing with her. I, I just, have <laughs> to keep deep breathing with her because Beth Ann is just so... Yeah, that's there's no words for it. But she starts off like 
um, talking to Zoe. Well, I think Zoe kind of approached her. But yeah. basically, she told Zoe, like, hey, look here, back off, stay away from me, like, I'll cut you almost. Like, that's oh my gosh. Of, that's the kind of approach. She, <laughs> that is so serious. That's the kind of approach she gave him when she was like, do you think Kyle even wants you outside of this? Like, yeah. you're no one. Like, she shut that, that down. That's a lot much. Yeah. Yes, but let's get into the fact that, like, Flipped on the reverse, reverse side when we see Kyle and Beth Ann talking. Please stop. That cheesy Please stop. line. I have no. Here, can we do it together? You're the only good thing in my life. Oh my gosh. The, we didn't do it together, but I you guys got no. It, it was the cheesy. Literally, line. Kyle goes, "You're the only good thing in my life." I was like, "You're living in a hostage situation." No, no, <laughs> no, Stacey. But this it made me so mad oh, that like she gosh. didn't respond. The way she responded was like so teenage dreamy. Seriously, yeah. you think so? Like, what is wrong? I would have been like, "We're in a hostage situation." I probably am the only thing in your life right now. Like, exactly. this doesn't make any sense. It was a little too. But you know what? Like I said, like if they're gonna have their love and do them i need i need some happiness within whatever you know the crazy walls so it just was so funny because that was a very not tacky line necessarily but very high school yeah it fits them exactly yeah. it fit kyle to a t yeah and, uh, and we have a lot to talk about with kyle later mr hero yes um like always <laughs> yeah no, i mean we might as well jump into it now i yeah. i think kyle he Gosh, being the president's son, I guess it's in his blood or whatever. Yeah. But maybe, because, I mean, there's a, so many parts that we've seen. We're on episode seven. There's so many times that we've seen him try. You know, there was the fire, and then there was trying to protect Beth Ann in the beginning and trying to protect his best friend from getting high or getting drugs or whatever the case is. And he's always trying to be the hero, which I support. But there's just parts of it. It's it's not always successful. And then sometimes it comes from a place of very, like, it's a very young spirit. Like, he's oh, yeah. not ready to actually take on. Like, if they're, like, cool, like, shoot us. What do you... I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I applaud Kyle. It's just... It didn't work in this one. It, <laughs> it didn't, didn't work last episode either. Episode. It, it didn't work, you It know. doesn't. But again, he's he's still young. And yes, he's trying to be a little bit more mature than some of the other kids. But he is just not making the best decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, And obviously, he doesn't know all the inner workings of what's going on. But it's like, dang, we see that you're ruining yeah. things. Yeah. And you're trying to make things better, but you're ruining it. But it's not it's not working. So, no. I mean, with that said, we appreciate you, Kyle. But, you know, if you could sit next episode out, we'd be cool with that. <laughs> I don't even know if he's going to be sitting in the hostage situation the way you're things right. ended. So. The way you're right. Mm-hmm. This is very true. I mean, okay, so I want to jump back. I just want to say that I feel like kind of bad for Ian because Beth Ann and him started out as like total BFFs and now oh Beth Ann you could tell in the beginning so... she was going to drop him other than <laughs> no you could you knew from you the could, beginning he, from that jump start you could tell at the beginning because he is the guy next door yeah so he in, in Beth Ann's head is just like oh you'll always be there yeah and so I don't I mean I don't feel bad for the kid because he kind of should have known like I'm really not going to run away with you yeah and I, I like I mean who Kyle. would know that though like who would oh, actually know there are clear signs that you are the friend <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the friend, that literally was like a friend zone, like pop back moment. Like, oh, hey, yeah. just in case. And that'll be sucky because now three of them are in this situation together and she'll be all cuddled up on Kyle and he'll be just. I, at the end, with I, his music. oh man, <laughs> we are just too. I, we don't want to jump to the end, but right. yes, that triangle is going to be interesting. It is so uncomfortable. It's like. It's going to be interesting to me. I, I, look, I'm thinking Beth Ann needs to make a choice, even though we kind of know she did. Mm-hmm. And Kyle needs to, they need to just sit in the corner and let Ian be happy. I mean, he, I just want Amber back in his life. I, I mean, mm, Amber. Mm. 
Mm. I like Amber, but I don't know if I want her necessarily back in his life. She kind of hurt him too bad. So it she, wasn't her fault. Though. It wasn't, but it wasn't. you know he just doesn't need to go that route. I think he needs to stop getting high. I think he <laughs> no. I mean, he, he, this right. moment when they're together is right. this triangle. Right. I'm sure they're not going to be super mushy around him. So maybe he can regain some points with his lover Beth Ann. Right. And, like the high look is just not looking good for him. So <laughs> he'll redeem himself. I'm hoping, and we're getting predicted. I think. Well, I, I think. Um, um, since you brought up Amber, we should talk about her relationship with basically every guy on the show, every guard or whatever, including mm. her teacher and then Ian as well. And I think it's really hard for me to watch because when I see Amber, she looks so sad and traumatized. Yeah. It really hurts. Like, it really hurts, especially, I mean, I'm not saying it's because she's the most, the richest daughter, but... In a sense, she is. She's the richest daughter, but also she falls into that category of, like, the girl that everyone wants. She's, yeah. like, the cute girl. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, she's a cute, smart girl, but, like, all all these people are wanting her, and it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, and she's... Wow, her process of taking it. Like, I'm, I'm really impressed, though, because... Yes, we see that she's breaking down and that she's traumatized, but she doesn't actually show that in every circumstance. Like she, exactly. there's many times she could just be in the corner crying. Oh, she could have been and crying I when that yeah. man came in. Oh my I gosh, been yeah, crying. yeah. She is hand, She's always handling it with like a please or or I'm tough or like some kind of like backstab. And I'm like, wow, you are tough. Where do you think she gets that from? Because I start to see Agent Dunn in her. Oh my do gosh, you see it? that's such ah! a good. Yes, that is such I a good so call. I see it in her. Definitely. I wanted to say at first it was Meg, but like I see so no. many similarities in <laughs> no. Agent Dunn and Amber yeah. in these situations. Love it's it. just so cute. Love it. Except I would say Amber's a little bit more open mm-hmm. into letting people in. Agent Dunn, she is just now breaking that wall. She's, and been, she's been through life though. So, that's true. So, you know, that's Amber's true. young and like, I think that the younger agent done who hadn't been tarnished or right. whatever she's been through she right. would have been just like amber right very interesting that's a really good point i really i'm i'm loving amber and it makes me sad that she has to go through what she's going through and i wish the guard wasn't so aggressive when it comes to her it's just it's, it's disgusting sick. it is absolutely sick I, t- from day one i was so disgusted by that i'm it's like really literally ridiculous. i really hope that they don't do anything i just no. hope that they don't do anything on air because yeah. i just I can't. I yeah. can't watch that. Let's That'll just stick with the creepy stuff. Take your mask off. I'll ho- I'll close my eyes. Right. Just don't touch me. What like, did you no. think about him doing that this episode? Are we supposed to now think that he cares for her? I think he cares for her. I think he's cared for her the whole time. Ew. And that's it. And it's, it's disgusting. still back to ill. But then. what are with these old men caring for her? She is a young girl, like, and she's not a tenderoni. So <laughs> mm. it's. I mean, her teacher was a whole nother situation, which we really haven't really hit on in a while because he hasn't really come up in a sense that yeah. he's like you know gone straight to her. But overall, I think the guards are disgusting, and I'm over it. And I think I they mean, need this, to keep their mask on. They. <laughs> And away from her. Yes, away from her, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I thought that they were going to get more into the kidnapping, um, kidnappers, and like we could learn more about them. But I don't see that happening right now. Mm-hmm. It just really seems like Francis and Widener. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see like why are you taking your mask off? How do you contribute to the next episode yeah. or even this mastermind plan? Like why are you Francis puppet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering. I think what we're they're definitely gonna he, they're going to come up because there's no reason for us to have seen who the person was if he wasn't going to come back again. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. I definitely agree with that. So I think we should also talk about the new characters that we had in this episode. Mm -hmm. We got to see that Agent Dunn and Agent Finley went to um, a neighborhood to basically do a mission for Francis. And so they shut down all the the houses and they said that they were looking for a gas leak. Mm -hmm. And I love how, what's the word, um, 
how trusted Finley is because when they called that fire department and they came and just shut it down for them, that shows that yeah. no matter where he is, people trust him. And I love that line when he was like, yeah, they know that I show up for them too. I was like... And I think that he's teaching Agent Dunn to be the exactly. same. Because this is the first situation where we see that she's a partner mm-hmm. and, you know, she has to trust someone. Yep. So I think yep. she was impressed She didn't call too. any of the shots and mm-hmm. that was, and she looked to him for so much advice. She was like, so when is this too much? Like, what do you think we should do? I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yay, we're seeing them be friends. I know. And, and not, not lovers. lovers. <laughs> <laughs> we totally are on the... Except I want the lovers and she doesn't. Like, I don't want those. I don't no. know. I just think well, it would be fun. Whatever. I don't know. Me- meaningful I, no. friendships. Look, I'm not friendships saying friendships are aren't good. beautiful. They are. But this could be tight. Like, I'm just saying. Okay. She this, got the hair. Could be tight. I don't... Ooh, yes. No. Okay, you're... <laughs> talking about looks girl please <laughs> yeah i know it's there's no actual context in their relationship but i just i think they're growing so closely together that if and they're just it. friends i'm okay with that okay for now um let's move let's, on so i wanted to talk about um this new character and i don't know if you caught his name but i call him the old creepy guy um <laughs> that works so this old yeah. creepy guy and like I, that works for widener yeah that yeah. works for widener um he came into the episode and i i guess he's kind of been working for him this whole time mm-hmm. because we see jonas mm-hmm. has been kidnapped mm-hmm. and i don't know if you want to talk more about that i mean it sucks because when we first saw him i wasn't even sure that was jonas i don't know where i thought he went where did he oh. where was he Remember the last he was, time we saw him the last time we saw him was with meg and okay. he was kidnapped well not kidnapped he was taken yes. because she t- sold him in and oh my gosh CIA. now i just realized that was with widener mm-hmm Meg. This guy slash, is ah, horrible. This is a lot. Okay. So now that we know where Jonas is, it's kind of frustrating because when you hear his story, you feel so sad for him. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like he really didn't know what he was getting into, which we know. We really know he didn't know what he was getting into. And the drug that he makes brings all the power that he has. And unfortunately, they are stripping that power from him. Everyone's using day him by day. now, yep. though. Everyone. Yep. And being that strong and that powerful and having that mind to create something like that the way that people just took it away from you like that it just sucks yeah it does but i mean in this situation jonas like i guess you didn't recognize him because he was so frazzled yes like he was just weak are they feeding him is how i feel like i don't think so because remember old creepy guy mentioned um when they brought the the lunch for him or dinner for him and they're like what about our friend in the basement he was like no i don't think he's hungry oh see torturing him and he's the person that's helping i don't even get why they're torturing him like i i'm assuming they want them to give up something or give they want Jonas to like give up something. I mean, he's seen a lot since he's well, I before think he got there. I think they don't want him to rat because he be a rat for um, Widener because he basically just told Francis. That's what he did. I retract that statement on them knowing about Francis. He told about Widener in the car. Yeah, that's he what it was. About okay. Yeah. That's what, because I was like, how could they know right now? The episode, the season's over. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So they, t- when they told about um, Widener, I'm basically, I think that they don't want Jonas to rat on the fact that Widener is against the CIA, yeah. even though he's already done that with uh, Finley and Dunn. Right. So Widener is, I mean, not Widener, Jonas is a huge asset for them. And I, I mean, I guess that's why Do you torture your them. assets though? Like, that's what I mean, I'm saying. Like, you not necessarily torture them, but like, if he gets out, then like, Everybody, all this is screwed. Like, CIA is involved, and now they're against Widener. Like, he really is the glue to this whole situation. I understand that, but why can't they just keep him in hiding, give him some Chipotle, a couple Panera Bros? <laughs> I mean, keep the man alive. You don't have to not feed him. Instru- why? What is the point of that? It's because when he does get out, he'll definitely tell on you. Oh, he'll tell, but it's a power thing. Like, I mean, what? Like, I guess it's with the kids, it's the only situation where you're in a hostage situation that's comfortable with twin lunch, beds, and you're eating. Dinner, and you y'all special- making out on the side. Like, exactly. I mean, for real. But no other real <laughs> 
hostage situation. Like, but for real. It's like that. So I think that this is just a typical situation okay. for them where he is being used and yeah. they don't, he doesn't need to be eating well. He needs to just get what we need done. And that is to continue to distribute these these drugs. Yeah, I guess, I mean, it's true. I'm not, I understand why they're doing what they're doing. I just hate why they're, you know, I just, I feel like they could do something else. They could keep, because Jonas, if he's the glue, once he leaves, which he might, seeing as predictions, I don't want to jump ahead, mm-hmm. but seeing as what his power is now and who he's with, he's with the good guys, this all could be a wrap. So I'm just scared because the good guys are still considered rookies in my eyes, and I'm true. scared now they have this powerful asset. I think Widener is going to just shut that down, and I'm scared. Yeah. Like, I don't want him to. I think he just needs to stick with being— Well, Susie, Susie isn't a rookie necessarily, but you're right. They're doing a lot of rookie moves mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, not bad moves necessarily, but they're doing moves that they're they're learning on the spot. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd consider uh, Agent Dunn and Finley like the you know the little turtle. You know the saying of like you know mm. the, the, basically everyone else is like moving fast to get everything, and they're just like slow and steady. We're getting to the does the, the turtle win at the end? The turtle wins. I okay, think. thank God. I'm like <laughs> I can't have Finley out here just out here. Like I can't exactly like a pointless mission. Right. It's like okay, wait, what are you being a turtle for? Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I I don't know. I guess seeing the fact that. The, the old creepy guy had a relationship with Widener, also leads to a relationship with the soldiers. Mm-hmm. So that was a little interesting to see this episode because... Did that shock you? I, I loved it. I loved it. You guys saw when the soldiers got into Francis's, you know, basically headquarters or whatever and started shooting up. I thought it was really interesting because this, the soldier's name was Thayer. 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 And I thought that was really and interesting. Francis knew him. He yep. Was like, he was like, "Die, you're alive!" And I was like, "This is amazing!" And it's it's awesome because we got to see how many like the whole commands and and how he works with the drug. I assume he was on the drug. He I was, was. Yeah, because he, he was, was shooting definitely his everywhere. moral compass went out the window. But what I thought was interesting is he didn't shoot the kids. I didn't he could think have he, shot the kids. I didn't think he was going to shoot the kids. There was one point where I think they were trying to make us believe that when they were like, "Oh, one hostage will not survive." But I mean. That had nothing to do with this killer. This person yeah. came completely on Widener's, yeah. um, you know, control, and he was pretty much going after Francis's army. So right. he was trying to take everyone out. He it may have been um, an attempt to, you know, not kill the kids, um, an attempt to save the kids because they were trying to get everyone else, you know. Kill that's the rest what of I was. That's kidnappers. what I was thinking because I was like, is Widener doing this for the good of the people or for his own sake? I think he was doing it for both. Because he mm, still, I can't trust he it. still has to cover the fact that he's a part of CIA. Exactly. You're right. This is so true. So that mission or whatever mission was to help save the kids, this but was true. to also do his own thing on with Francis and him. But I think once Agent Olsen finds out that like, hey, you found you found the kids, but you completely went behind our back. It's not it's not going to come out that it was just a positive thing. Yeah. I don't think that they had that meeting. They're on to Widener. And I think that yeah. he knows that. And he, I think he knows that Agent Dunn and Finley are on to Widener. So now he's like, pull their um, files and come on, guy, yeah. like somebody's going to shut this down. And I think it's Agent Dunn and them. I hope so, because at this point they are coming up with all these different schemes, which we're definitely going to come talk about this week's scheme and how they, you know, try to play the good, the better guys. I don't even want to say just the good guys because we saw, you know, we know Agent Olsen and his team, they're the good guys, but I feel like Agent Dunn and Agent Filling, they just, they literally work by themselves. Like, they do yeah. not, they don't, they don't even answer you the phone even when their boss calls. You can or CIA. <laughs> right, they just, they just in here. Like, exactly. they just have the badge. Like, <laughs> right. literally they're like, CIA, this, FBI, whatever. What else do you need? Like, they, they have, <laughs> they have it ready. And I think that's cool because right now we trust them and they're not doing anything wrong. 
so we think. So until then, we're okay with it. But we'd love to know what you guys think. So make sure that you're checking us out on AfterBuzz.com. Also, check us out every Sunday night along with other AfterBuzz shows. Make sure you rate us. Give us five stars. Check us out on YouTube. Leave your comments because we love to read them. And make sure you check us out on Twitter. Also, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you can find us. Also, make sure you download our apps on your Androids and your iPhones. Awesome. Yep. Quick pop. And for real, we need a song. So comment on the song and your predictions for the <laughs> Seriously. show. Seriously. Yeah, we definitely. That song is not a joke, y'all. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that now that we have pretty much digressed some of the episode, I really want to jump into Finley and Dunn and how they played in this episode. Because, of course, yeah. we, we've mentioned them before. They've done. A, they did so many things, like always. But from the beginning, this episode started with that phone call mm-hmm. from Francis. Which and was genius. Which was genius. I love that. But remember, I was mad last episode because knowing that every place that they are is buzzed, I hate that he... I guess I hate that Agent Dunn and Agent Finley think Aren't that they're cautious. getting... Yeah, I feel like they don't think that they they they're being buzzed or like or bugged, I'm sorry. Um, I just don't feel like they are protective of their word. Like, they're literally having, like, these deep conversations about what they should do. And I'm like, Francis can hear you. Mm-hmm. Everywhere he you are, every he can word. hear you. Yep. He uses every word against them. It's frustrating. So this episode, they decided to play another, basically play devil's advocate, which was cool. They decided to work for Francis. And I'm going to use this air quote because mm-hmm. I believe that that was a good of the cause. But it I was, was just kind of, of course it is, but I was kind of getting lost at the end. I was like, what what's happening? So... Anyway, that was cool. And what did you think about their overall mission? Their overall mission, I thought, was really, you know, well thought out. But, of course, Francis is always still one step ahead of them. And now they have that dynamic of Widener, you know, getting in the way. Mm -hmm. So I think the idea of them being pretty much puppets was a good idea. But that may fall back. You know, that may backfire on them. Because they are still FBI. I I believe they're both FBI. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, if someone finds out that they're actually working for this person, they may not be doing this much longer. So... Well, I definitely know that if, like, Agent Olsen found out, he would know that they're obviously trying to help. He would just be mad that they did it without his orders. I think that would be the issue. Yeah, yeah, that would definitely be the issue. But I just think, like, even if at the end of the day they, the kids are rescued and all this stuff, if their um, Secret Service people find out that they did this, like, they're out of jobs, aren't they? Like, okay, you think so? Yeah, like, okay, the mayor's going to give them a day or something for saving the kids, but at the, at the end of the day they still did not do their practice correctly. I wouldn't say so because, I mean, it's like, think of every Law & Order episode where somebody plays a completely different, you know, character just to get the attention of whatever the bad, you know, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what they did. They, they No, I know that's what they did. Right. I'm just concerned later how, like, how this back. may impact them. So Usually, I mean, I think right now they only answer to Agent Olsen, and I don't think he shut them down, but if there's anybody else, like if Widener gets involved and he's like, hey, I think that, you know, there could be a problem with other people. But overall, mm-hmm. I think if Agent Olsen is their only person right now, they should be okay. But I think it was interesting because I don't necessarily want to say it was an unsuccessful mission. I appreciate what they were doing. I love how they were making sure that they were still in their good morals because they were, like, checking in on each other. Like, hey, when is this too much? When are we going going overboard? Mm-hmm. I thought that was crazy. And Agent Finley continued to keep in Agent Dunn's head, hey, like, we're saving your daughter. This is what we're doing. Like, don't worry. So I thought that was cool. But at the end, I didn't. By the time it played out, like, I knew they were going to turn to be, like, good guys again. But I was like, you guys, no. It's it not going to work. Did it feel wasted to you? It felt a little... Yeah, exactly. Because mm. he was like... 
I mean, Dell, you want all the hostages. Basically, you know, when Finley was like, hey, we're going to need to renegotiate this. Like, we're going to renegotiate our plan. We want all the hostage. Francis clicked and hung up. He was like, exactly. I don't have time for Click, this. Click, hang up, call the old weird creepy right. guy. He was like, like, go do the other stuff I told you because exactly. I'm over this. And I just, it's crazy how he's always has like a plan B. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, he has like A through Z of yeah. plans. Yeah. So, um, when we, when they were talking about the, okay, first of all, we skipped over a huge part of Kyle. Oh my Oh my gosh. Oh I my forgot God. No, how no, no, much no, that no, freaked no. me out. You're right. Okay. okay do you want to so, finish Adrian Dom and Finley and go well, back? Well, this has to do with them. Okay. It yeah. has to do with their Let's, mission. So, Kyle, again, oh my God. This, oh. this kid was trying so hard to be a hero. And Man. we basically, me and Stace came up with the concept that these kids have basically just been used yeah. uh, or no brainwashed mm-hmm, by Francis. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they've been brainwashed so much to where they are almost out of this house. Yeah. And Kyle has used uh I think he used the gun from was it uh one Thi- of the it was oh, Thyer. Yeah, yeah. Thyer. So Thyer gets killed and um Kyle picks up the gun and he decides that he wants to go ahead and play the superhero. He ends up shooting the person that has finally finally caught Francis. You guys saw when Agent Hurst got free and totally had Francis by the back with the gun and I was like, yes, it's over. Like, we got him. And And then he brought him out there, was about to tell the truth. And and then Kyle shoots Hurst because, one, Francis has made it so bad to where he has made Kyle think that Hearst is this bad person. Yeah. He made him come out and say, like, you were nothing to me. Who cares if we went fishing? We are not family. And now this guy is just, like, thinking that Hearst is the bad guy, and he's built this trust for Francis, so he kills Hearst. Because- and it was so unfortunate because I promise when this comes back to Kyle, when he realizes that Hearst was a good person, he's never going to forgive himself. And that sucks to be a yeah. kid and have to have that on you. He doesn't yeah. know yet, so, you know, that burden isn't there. But right. once he finds out, like, we could have been at home. We could have been in the White House it's, chilling. It's going to be literally like episodes later. Exactly. And everybody's going to be like, but did you? But No, they're not going to have any more clothes. Right. And then we're going to be like, Kyle, we could have killed him. But the problem is, like, oh, the really sad part was how Beth Ann was like, man, you saved my father. Like, I love you so much. And I was really stressed because I'm thinking, if think only she knew. If, if only, only she knew. She knew. And I think that that's where that another triangle happens where now, before, dad didn't even matter to mm-hmm. Beth Ann. So now it's this daddy lover triangle thing mm. where she, basically Kyle has built up this trust for her father. Or, yeah, for, what is it? Kyle has built up this trust for Francis, her right. father. Mm. And so for her, I don't know, like, ugh, Kyle just screwed up. I don't even know what to say. I, like, it was, he honestly just screwed up so bad. Yeah. And it was because he trusted Francis so much. And then, like, he's now, he's like, oh, I did it for your dad or whatever it is. That's what, sh- that really killed me. When she said that, I was like, only if she knew. And that was really hard because now, he, like I said, he's going to live with that burden. He's not going to know for a while, so he's still going to go back and confide in Francis. He's going to say all this stuff about how he missed her, this everything. and that. He's going to tell him everything. And I think... In one instance, that makes Francis like an awesome character because we he's all hate him. Manipulate. He's able to manipulate. He's doing exactly what he set out to do. So he's great. On the other hand, you're a terrible person. You're a father and I want you dead. Yeah. So, and th- I mean, I didn't mean to say okay, that. But, I did mean to say that. But you did. <laughs> I was just hoping no, he didn't come out like that. But now now that she's like, she loves her dad all yeah, of a sudden. Like, how do we kill this person and like not hurt Beth Ann's feelings? Somebody mm-hmm. is going to get hurt. And that can segue into the fact that now Agent Dunn is having 
having to deal with a huge issue mm-hmm. because she decided to re- her and uh, Finley decided to renegotiate. Right. That re- renegotiation, like I said, I don't think it was a waste. I just think it was it was pretty was um, preconceived. I think it wasn't time yet. You still had Jonas under your arms. You could have like researched a little bit more, figured out something else. But mm-hmm. just saying, like, we want all the kids. Duh. Like, you've wanted all the kids since episode one. What else can you give them? They could have did, like, okay, uh, let's take a break. Exactly. And let's figure out which kid we're going to get except for Amber. Exactly. Because he knew that you were going to go after Amber. That's Mm -hmm. why he said it first. Mm -hmm. So let's figure out another kid Mm -hmm. that would be a better plan Or something, yeah, something that, like, Francis wouldn't see coming. That's what I'm saying. They weren't slick about it Let's take the little Asian kid who's a psychic. Exactly. He could have told, oh, my gosh, that kid really needs to be freed. Because I seriously have not seen him since episode, like, four Mm -hmm. or five. So I just think that was a little... I saw him in the in this episode when they were chanting. They're like, "My father, my parents can't." I don't save think me. that was the same kid. Are you sure? No, yeah, because he has glasses. That one had glasses. Hmm, Promise. I'll have to rewatch. Man, we really <laughs> this episode was. Too it was much. so quick. They were all chanting a, like a hymn that was of a "My parents hard. will never save me." Yeah, that was pretty terrible to watch too. But I just think overall their plan could have went total A, and they just they took it to H like really quickly. Like, they really just, it went down to hell. But, I mean... We needed that. To have the series continue, we needed that. That's true. That's It's not like they could just free the kids now, but I just think asking for them was a little too preconceived. Like, you should have yeah, waited. Yeah, that's that rookie move. Yeah. That was that rookie Exactly. Even, even Finley knew not to, like, just ask for the kids. They, I'm telling you... They, they but he's the one who did it. No, I thought it was, um, no, it was Agent Dunn. She's the one who said it, right? Mm, he said it. He okay. definitely was like, we need to renegotiate. We want, and you know how he oh, talks. And she was like, we want all of them. <laughs> exactly. And then they were like, oh, basically they're doing it for Amber. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah, yeah. so it, it was just a lot. And I think in that case, we, I wish we saw something different. That was more successful at the end. But obviously that goes into the next episode and telling us that we're going to, we're in for it. Because now that he knows exactly what they want, he still has what they, what he wants. You know, they still have Jonas. So he's going to figure out a way to work together, get it's, what he wants. And, and when we get into predictions, it seems like he's already found a way to get what he wants. Yeah. I feel bad for Jonas. Like, I want to know what they're going to do to this kid. Are they ever going to oh, release him? Or are they just going to figure out what his formula is so they can keep him? I know. He I has mean, so they can much, kill him? He has too much power. And actually, I lie. He has no power. But he has so much brains that they need that. And they can't get rid of him. Just like they were not supposed to get rid of Thyre, but they just killed him. I was like, no one listens. <laughs> like... He wasn't supposed to die, but I, I hope Jonas gets to, you know, be part of the episode a little bit, or a part of the series a little bit longer, and eventually he's saved by Agent Dunn and Finley, because I really like him as a character, especially knowing that he's not a bad guy. Okay. So, I think this would be a good time to get into predictions. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would say so. And yep. now, you're, like, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I didn't say anything about it this time. I know you didn't, but you were thinking it all in your head. I love that. (laughs) Those little lights. Let's keep with Jonas. What are you thinking? I'm thinking um, that in one of these episodes, I think they're going to figure out this formula and they're going to kill Jonas. I honestly, or I really think so. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm I, like, <laughs> I just I, I always want to think want, like the worst just so I'm like, ooh, I got it beforehand. No, so. I do not think Jonas is gonna die. I really feel like Agent Dunn and Finley are gonna protect him till the end. At least as much as they can. When mm-hmm. it's time to give him up, they will, but they I think they're gonna say, Hey, look, we got you, we're coming back. Like I don't think they're gonna leave him out there to dry. I don't think it's going to be an out there to dry thing. I think it's going to be an accident, and then everyone's going to be suck. screwed. That would I just suck. can't wait for the plot to just twist. It's going to be great. Today it twisted enough for me. The whole Kyle and that really hurt my feelings. But anyway, 
Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead with your prediction. I was just going to say that I am really trying to figure out. Well, I think that Agent Olsen is going to find out about Widener or mm-hmm. he's going to be like way more onto him than he was this episode. I think this episode, Susan Dunn and or Agent Dunn and Agent Finley were onto him. But I think finally Agent Olsen is going to look at Widener with a different eye, with a different, you know, with listen with a different ear. And he's going to be like, OK, let me take what you're saying only with a grain of salt and start figuring out a plan against you. So I'm really hoping that happens. And then also seeing the daughter versus the I wanna, yes yeah. versus the I want to know which one you think because I am leaning more towards the fact that she actually I just got so stumped I was going to say she's leaning more towards her daughter but she doesn't even know how to be a mom so how can she root for Amber but who wants a child to die so, exactly I personally don't think I think she's going to get she's going to win both which yeah, are my agent done yeah, and agent Finley I know but like in if we had to choose which one, I think she would actually she would probably do it for Amber because I this would, yeah. is a child. I agree. But at the same time, if she did not do it for if she did it for her sister, I could understand that too. Even though they don't have a great relationship, like yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think she's evil enough to be like, oh, we don't hang out, so yeah. you should die. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you have taken care of her child all of these years, mm-hmm. you still owe her. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do owe her her life. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I don't know. I, it, it'll be interesting to see how they save both of them. And if they don't, we're going to be crying next episode. Yes. Oh, please watch, watch out for the mascara drop. Oh, because my I will God. Cry Waterproof. If if, oh, my God. I will really cry if Amber's gone because I really I'm fond of this girl I love like her character I love how she plays her character I just makes me sad what she has to go through but mm-hmm. you're right if if she did have to choose I would definitely agree with um a with Amber I think that would it makes sense especially with the way that she's opening up her heart now and that kind of thing like she's definitely bound to choose her but I think Meg would also agree that she should choose Amber too. Meg wouldn't say choose me unless yeah, she's it would that def- terrible. She wouldn't say choose her. Yeah. It would definitely be more of a sacrifice. But I honestly think if she had to choose and she said choose Meg, and you know I choose to save Amber, and they went and they tried to kill Meg, Meg would take care of herself. That's- she would be fine. <laughs> Meg is so like annoying. she would be underneath some I don't know underground right, somewhere. Right. We would never on know. the cell phone, probably talking to <laughs> who knows. Like she just. Yeah. I don't know. She wasn't in this episode, so I'm not as mad. But we would love to know what you guys think. Do you have any other predictions, girly? No, I think that's the main one. We really want to know those comments. So so make sure you guys, up. right, make sure you guys check us out. You can find me at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on One Takes, at One Takes Stace. And where can they find you, And girly? you can find Courtney Tezno at Tezno's T-E-Z Nose. Nice. We will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. See ya. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.